This is the Boys Podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We're back with episode 7 of Diabolical, talking about Boyd in 3D. Welcome back, fellow boys and girls, to our discussions about The Boys Diabolical. This time we're talking about Episode 7, Boyd in 3D. I'm one of your hosts, Derek. Hello there, fellow boys and girls. Yes, I'm one of your other hosts, John. Do you know, I thought because this is an animated show and the episode is called <laughs> boys in, Bo- Boyd in 3D that I absolutely thought this was going to be 3D animation. Yes, me too. Yeah. I thought it was going to need the old red and blue specs. <laughs> well, at least at the, the character models I thought were going to be in 3D animation. Not, yeah. not necessarily that it would be coming out of the screen at me, but, uh, but I was quite surprised that the 3D here is a reference to his apartment number. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, guess, I guess that makes more sense. And with Cherry being in 3G. Yes, exactly, exactly. We have now gotten up to the penultimate episode of our coverage of The Boys Diabolical. We're up to the seventh episode of the show. Uh, if you haven't been subscribing to the podcast so far, you can subscribe to it still. Uh, all of our coverage of The Boys, Invincible, and uh, the upcoming Boys Season 3 will all be available on one podcast, which is The Boys Podcast from TV Podcast Industries. Or if you want to keep connected with all the stuff we're covering, you can subscribe to the podcast on TV Podcast Industries. All the shows that we've been covering for the last uh, ooh, seven years of podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, please support the podcast in any which way you can. Of course, sharing the podcast with friends, relatives, uh, you name it, uh, is very much appreciated mm-hmm. sharing the podcast is of course sharing the love we're also over on patreon at patreon.com forward slash tv podcast industries and over on buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash tvpi yeah. any donation to help support the podcast is also very much appreciated but any support that our fellow boys and girls provide is super duper absolutely and something else we'd love from you is to hear your thoughts about the episodes you can email us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com with thoughts about any of the episodes of any of the shows that we cover or you can pop on over to our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash tv podcast industries and you can join the discussion over there about each of the shows we're covering as well yep derek what are some of the episode details for boyd in 3d well, the animation style for this episode says it's inspired by French comics and animation. I can, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, can I can see that. that. Very cool. Uh, written by Elliot Glazer, uh, who was a writer and executive producer on many, many comedies, including New Girl. So, okay, uh, yeah. So that's quite cool. I can kind of see where, where they would get the concept of this from uh, from this writer, from Elliot Glazer. The episode was directed by Naz Gadrati Azadi. Um, she started as a storyboard artist for loads of DC animated TV shows and has continued in animated TV all the way up to some spin-offs of major movies like Trolls and Madagascar. She was, uh, she's been involved in the animation Excellent direction stuff. of those shows as well. So, uh, so really interesting that she's moved that style over um, to this kind of French uh, animation style. It's, it's very different to the kind of stuff that she's been doing over the years, but, uh, but really interesting. John, do you want to give us your one-ish line synopsis for this episode? Sure. A whirlwind transformation after using an experimental Vought beauty cream leads to a whirlwind romance between Boyd in 3D and cat-loving neighbour Cherry in 3G. But when it ends, it ends badly. 
a little bit of a commentary on uh, celebrity culture and Instagramming Definitely. and uh, filters and um, people's perception of themselves. I, I really liked this as a as a concept for an episode. I think it was executed really well right up until the, the final minute twist. Really liked it. Yeah. Well, I loved the final minute twist as well. And um, I, I thought, yeah, I thought this was a real good return to form for this series well, yeah. um after sort of bffs mm-hmm. uh, and i again yeah as you say it's a commentary on the whirlwind of um of a public facing social media orientated romance but also in terms of the pressure to have perfect bodies yeah. um, and not being comfortable in your own skin. You know, you have Cherry who doesn't like her freckles. Mm-hmm. Boyd thinks he's an inadequate physique yeah. um, and hasn't the courage to to ask Cherry out when he's as he is at the start and yeah. requires and um, this quick fix transformation is i guess it's also that commentary on the quick fix transformation along mm-hmm. the lines of you know sort of diet pills or whatever mm-hmm. that may or may not do the work that they advertise so yeah. uh, that there is also that and of course the the beauty cream that it, he uses as this experimental beauty cream works a treat you know he gets mm-hmm. his pecs he gets his biceps he he gets the good looks the the sharper more chiseled features so it's not just a beauty cream in terms of moisturizing your skin i mean this is whole body it is transformation <laughs> beauty cream and in one particularly funny scene it uh it shows quite specifically that it is entire body uh, yes exactly <laughs> it, 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 it it hits the parts that some beers can't refresh there, I you, guess. Go, there um, you go there you go if you want to <laughs> to say that and yeah and you know as a result of this transformation this self-confidence he is able to ask cherry out and i mean it's important to state you know boyd before the transformation loves cherry he wants to get to know her with possibility asking her out you know i Uh, kind of like the the idea at the start that he's got this letter that's addressed to her that's come to his apartment he's going oh finally i have an excuse now that i can at least go and talk to this girl that i've been uh seeing her come home from dates with guys and breaking up with them every day or every every week basically and he's going okay i have an opportunity here i can actually do this they have a nice funny comedy moment where he falls over inside his door um when he's supposed to be speaking to her so uh and he shamefully pulls himself back in before she sees him. And that's kind of the impetus for him to go to Vought. Uh, he's using the app where he's able to, where he's doing reface to look like each of the members of the seven. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a great gag in there about translucent. So when he shows, uh, when he shows, when it goes through <laughs> the scrolling of him as a train or him as, uh, as, um, Homelander, and it also shows him as translucent as just a blank screen on the uh, on the phone. I thought that was a good a good little yeah, gag. No, that was a good gag. But of course, in this world owned by Vault Marketing, you can't just use a reface app in front of you. It kind of sees well. You're trying to do something for yourself. If you click this button here, you can join our trial and look like Homelander if you want. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But the cream as well isn't that you just put it on and that's what it does. You also it requires the individual to imagine their inner self. So this mm-hmm. is the projection of what uh, Boyd wants to do because he's, you know, he's awkward, he's a little nerdy, mm-hmm. say he doesn't feel attractive, 
that he's got the best kind of physique. Yeah. Uh, and so he ha- he wants to imagine uh, his inner self, or ultimately, it's it's his it's his rub of the the genie bottle. What well, exactly. do I want to become? Ultimately, is what they're asking him to say. And of course, Cherry finds the cream uh, after they they've started dating mm-hmm. and going out and being the talk of the town uh, and turns into a pussy cat uh, because well, yeah. she loves cats and that's what she imagined her inner self to be well effectively yeah well, as kind of a cat woman that's that's how she sees her inner self is is as you know this this mix of cat and woman effectively yeah. but one of the things i wasn't really sure about and i don't think it even matters by the end of the episode but one thing i wasn't sure about was this gradual build up of the two of them as being a celebrity couple the fact that boyd has turned himself to look like homelander do people around them think he is Homelander and this is his new girlfriend? Is that what, what we're to expect? Now, again, by the end of the episode, let's take the, the final twist out of it. So, Are they seeing Homelander there with his new girlfriend and that's why everybody is suddenly wanting to follow No, I don't or? think so. I think he's Homelander-esque. I'm not, I don't think if they had in the same animation style Homelander there, I don't think it would be an exact copy. Right. I think it's Homelander-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you do hear that Vought has also been promoting them because, of course, using the cream. And so ultimately they become this hot new couple, Mm -hmm. plus the intrigue because she's got a tail, whiskers, and cat ears um, for real. So this hot new couple, they build, you know, you you get the montage of them building their social media, Mm -hmm. you know, three, four, five million um followers that kind of stuff you see the montage of them getting rich as they move out of the apartment into bigger and bigger houses with bigger and bigger cars and i actually really like the moment where you know they've moved into a huge detached villa that they've got their own pool they're both lying on inflatables in the pool like you you see if you're on holiday yeah and and over on the side of the pool are their two phones Mm -hmm. And whilst they're away from their phones in the middle of the pool, there's all these emoticons and emojis coming off the phone, you know, all positive ones. Yeah. Um, because it's still all going on, even when they're just relaxing and have taken themselves out of that for that moment. And Absolutely. then as soon as they get out of the pool, they're back on looking at it and and so on so i really liked that little scene or the montage of them becoming this celebrity online social media couple um and then you get the crash and that is in fact the moment that it crashes because they are at their at the zenith they are at the point where they've made all the money out of it they've made this massive they've got this massive mansion they're having the life and it's when boyd tells her could you just pass my phone to me for a minute? When they're in this idyllic situation in the pool where both of them are really enjoying yeah. themselves, that's the moment when he breaks it. Because from then on, you see every one of their dates, she's on her phone, he's on his phone. All the time, they're dealing with their phone more than each other. And that's how their relationship yeah. eventually it, breaks it, down. They become more and more distant from each other. Yeah, it's the classic of the only way is down, mm. ultimately, once well, you've reached the top. Yes. Um, and... Yeah, they become more distant, and that means they start getting interested in other people, Mm. both find out about the other person's extracurricular activities, and it suddenly starts to public fighting, and then you see the reverse side of it of 
the unfollows happening mm-hmm. and then eventually you get to the the situation where uh, Vought pulled them in and that's where they say, well, we're not promoting you anymore because mm-hmm. you, you've lost the mojo. The mojo has gone here, yeah, yeah. you know, and how much of this stuff ha- have they been using? And at the start, it's all about you must use it carefully yeah. and, and ration it and they're applying it uh, all the time to mm-hmm. maintain this physical uh, look for the money, for the popularity yeah. and the publicity. And then we- when they run out of everything and go back to their normal selves, you kind of see it being rekindled again. You see Boyd looking at Cherry and kind of going, I love your freckles. I love who you are as this. And then the twist comes in. Yes, which is great. <laughs> the twist that this is all happening while he's in the chair, hoping that this will make him yeah. look the way he wants to look. But actually, it makes his head explode. Yeah, it, it's a yeah. longing. You know, you, you suddenly think as the audience that they're back to who they were. Now yeah. that all that prying, all that pressure to constantly be in the limelight is mm-hmm. gone. Um, but it then just cuts away from that immediately. And he's in a chair in the laboratory at Vought where he's turned into a waif of a man. It's not even that he's gone back to... His nose is bigger. Yeah. His skin is sagging. And the the two scientists are asking, how much of this did you use? And then his head explodes. Yeah. Um, And from the compound V. Exactly. So I I thought this was just really, really good. I really enjoyed um, this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I loved how it was written really well, structured yeah. really well, put together. And again, it had a flow to it. It felt almost musical a bit. Yeah. Um, it just, like, it had a rhythm to it that was really, really snappy yeah. uh, and made sense. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good entry into this series and, and good to see some of the um, uh, some of the people coming back for this episode. Colby Minifee, um, yeah. who's who was the assistant in um, in the, the first season of The Boys and a bit of the second season. Uh, good to see her back in here rep- reprising that role as the, the PR executive uh, for Vault, telling them, yeah. uh, that's it, they're out. Uh, that was really interesting to see her in there. Um Really good to see Kamal Nanjani um, in the episode, or here, Kamal Nanjani as the Doctor in this episode. Yeah, one of the Such scientists. Such a recognisable yeah. voice. Uh, also from Marvel's Eternals, um, as we saw him earlier on this year as well. So, uh, so yeah, really, really fun to have him in there. But I loved the structure of the story this time. This was a, a really well put together story. Um, another one of my favourites, I think, for this yeah. season. Me, me too. I, I'd give this four and a half terror licking camera lenses out of five. <laughs> Very good. I yeah. really, really enjoyed it. As I say, it, it almost felt musical. Um, it felt like a tragic musical. Mm. Um, uh, just really well paced. Yeah. The flow and the rhythm of the the feeling insignificant to being on top of the world to that crash. Yeah. Uh, to then a absolute tragedy because he's overdosed on this experimental cream effectively interesting okay let's let's put this to bed make sure we're both on the same page as we close out our episode uh, seven coverage so did this happen or did it not happen at all because i took it that this was all happening in his mind while he was being given the treatment the initial treatment, and then his head exploded. So I thought none of this had happened. Interesting. So you think the you think the opposite? So I think all of this happened, with the exception of that longing piece, where it's almost a wish. Um, in the end, right. that 
it was back to how it was before. Um, and okay. then it cut immediately to he's taken too much of it through yeah. this journey uh, in order to maintain that. And the, I guess the, um, yes, the side effects on this one is that your head may explode. Very good. Okay, so I think Elliot Glazer, who wrote the episode, has done something even more impressive then. I think he's actually captured the essence of Total Recall, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Or the, <laughs> uh, the, well, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, probably more so than the than the remake. But that's the one that everybody always wonders, did it all take place, place in the mind of that major character from yeah. the moment he gets into the chair and, and um, to the end? Is that all uh, uh, imaginary or is or did it all happen? So interesting we're both on opposite sides of that story. Yes. So, yeah very good very good good job Elliot Glazer even better having yeah, talked about definitely. it definitely you also mentioned that the episode kind of felt like a musical uh, in there so I have to call out that it does have Dua Lipa's Levitating one of my favourite songs of the last couple of years yeah absolutely yeah, really it, good song yeah. loved how it was cut, cut into the episode when they're when they're going on all their amazing dates thought that was really cool so um, yeah there you go that's that's my last note for the episode anything else from you John? no nothing else from myself well tell us what side of the coin you're on uh, as to how this episode uh, felt played out for you email us to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com with any thoughts that you have on episode seven or any of the other episodes of the boys diabolical yeah thank you so much fellow boys and girls for joining us for episode seven uh, we'll be back with the last and final episode one plus one equals two mm. thanks so much for joining us and speak with you again shortly bye, bye. <laughs>